You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zaghari. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. And as you know, this is the place to get your great ideas and actionable advice from firsthand from the experts and from also the occasional mobile rock star to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, and we are this week continuing with the Mobile Heroes Month, another episode in Mobile Heroes here at Mobile Presence. We're bringing you the Mobile Heroes, that is people recognized by Liftoff. That's a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. And these are people recognized for their app marketing superpowers. So today we have Matt Widows. He's a mobile hero with an amazing background um, that I find just you know, exciting because I don't even want to uh, give it away right now. But let's just say he's going to talk about parallels between what you need to be a good. The skill set is you need to be a good app marketer. So thanks for joining, Matt. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It's it's great to have you. I mean, I don't want to give it away, but that has to be. And I've been out there for quite a while, so I'm seasoned, and that has to be the most amazing background I've ever heard of. So tell me about it. You know, <laughs> poker player to mobile hero, quite a leap. Um, I just want to hear the story. Yeah, okay, sure. So I'll try and give you a, a brief rundown of it. So um, I am the youngest of three and grew up in a family that really valued uh, playing games together and, and competition in general. So I've always been a big fan of games in general and, and competing. Uh, I like to joke that I'm I'm terrible at basketball. I'm, I'm actually decent at stealing the ball, and but I'm, I'm fairly bad at, uh, at shooting. 
And uh, but I like to joke that you can people could call me at two in the morning and I'll come out to be their fifth player uh, just because I, I, I enjoy playing. So um, so even games that I don't like, I typically still will enjoy to play. But um, I grew up, um, you know, I the first game I ever played was Go Fish. And as far as a card game goes, I guess. And I wasn't allowed to play until I knew how to count to ten. So I learned to count to ten. Uh, probably around, you know, not much older than three, um, and learned the difference between a king and a jack, and that was the beginning of of many years of card playing. So um, fast forward, you know, into my uh, college days, and poker was starting to get some steam uh, behind it, specifically No Limit Hold'em, and um, I was uh, at school, had some free time, and started to find some other people on campus that were also really interested in poker. And at this point I had read, you know, easily 10 books on the subject and was, and was pretty actively studying the game. Uh, and it is a very, um, interesting game to try and solve. I think people who were maybe removed from poker a little bit don't fully understand the nuance or that, um, it is a, uh, primarily a game of skill despite, you know, chance being involved. So, um, well, I yeah, mean, that's the point. I mean, it is very much a game of skill. And at the same time, there are some interesting parallels because, you know, in a way, uh, you're both dealing with a certain amount of information. If it's in poker, it's it's a certain amount of information, you know, about the game and what you think about your your opponents. Um, and in app marketing, you know, also, there's a lot that's left to... Uh, to chance, but there's an awful lot that's also left to um, talent. So I'm just uh, uh, curious. I mean, the the move from where you were to where you are is that uh, is it something that you just sort of really found your space there, or did you have to change massively to make that transition? No, I think it was a really uh, natural transition. Actually, I mean, I had come from. Um, the so you know if we if we rewind a little bit you know I, I ended up playing um, more or less uh, as full time as you can play as a college student paid for school um, graduated with a, a degree in advertising and started off um, working with Red Bull Energy Drink which is pretty much the at the time especially and I, I still think today as it relates to positioning branding um, one of the premier brands for uh, somebody who's interested in marketing and so. Started with them, moved to San Francisco Bay Area, and, and ended up working that, with them for all in about three years. Um, left for um, a startup and ended up working uh, over the last few years, if we if we look back uh, across the board, for a number of startups, one of which was playing poker, actually, uh, full-time with an investor uh, backing it, and another one that was acquired by Intuit. Um, but the central theme of all of those um, was helping companies succeed via the web. Um, so... You know, I was actually kind of coming from both a marketing background and a poker background, and and uh, that ended up merging together. Um, I took a director of marketing role with a gaming company called Scorestreak, um, that was competing in uh, it was it was going against DraftKings and FanDuel for real money uh, fantasy sports. So a um, wagering element is also there. So the poker piece really. Uh, helped in that area, as well as really understanding what players who are wagering real money online, having done that for online poker, really come to expect when it comes to tournaments and and different bonuses and things like that. So definitely leaned on that experience there. Um, 
which ended up leading to a role with uh, Zynga and ultimately with King. Exactly. So you're at King right now. I mean, before we get into some of the advice and some of the parallels, which I think are just fascinating because it's all really very, you know, uh, data-driven, numbers-driven, skills-driven in, in both sides uh, of your life. What's your daily job over at King? What do you do? So at King, I'm focused on the strategic direction um, of the performance marketing team in general. So I'm, I'm really focused on finding uh, companies in the space that are innovating and will give us um, uh, a leg up as we're buying media or um, tracking data or looking at um, fraud or any number of other things that impact media buyers. Um, and also looking for direct partnerships with publishers, et cetera. Okay. So that's really clear. And then we've got this, you know, this thing going on one at one level, it's performance marketing and a background in poker. So, uh, similarities between the two. I mean, you, you look at what you've done, you look at what you're doing. I mean, what carries over? So it's funny. Um, it wasn't until I really got into the nitty-gritty of, uh, of campaigns at scale that I realized how many parallels there really are. Um, you know, at the most basic level, you in both games, I would say in both games, because in some ways uh, it really is a game on the, on the UA side of things, but you're looking at things and you're making, um, you're kind of coming up with a plan based on intuition. So uh, as that, you know, it, we could go pretty far down the rabbit hole how that plays out in, in the poker world. But um, in marketing, you're looking at something and saying, okay, I've got um, this game. You know, we know for a fact that it relates to a certain demo. And based on that data, who might be interested in this? Because we have to start a campaign. So who are we going to approach? We think that maybe people who like competing games might be interested, people who live in a certain area or of a certain age. So, um, we're making a plan based on intuition, coming up with a mm -hmm. hypothesis, basically, um, putting that into action, so testing it and seeing what happens in the real world once we um, put money behind it, um, measuring that, troubleshooting it, analyzing it, and repeating that kind of forever. So really all decisions are based on ROI. Um, like you mentioned at the top, there's limited information. There's kind of infinite parallels between the two as, as well as the stock market in some ways. Yeah, I'm thinking that because one of the you know one of the areas where the industry is focusing and moving to is we're thinking about LTV, long you know mm -hmm. the lifetime customer uh, value. We're looking at um, retention, and we're starting to say, okay, when something hits a certain number, then I need to do something. I need to either you know I need to um, increase, decrease, pull the plug, you know. And this is where I think some of that would come through. I mean. At, at a high level, being that I'm not in UA, would you first of all agree that that's sort of where some of your your poker skills come through really well to, to understand those signs? Yeah, every single decision you make in poker on every single street, so you know, five times within a single hand often, um, every single decision you're making is based on positive ROI and the LTV mm -hmm. of that decision. So yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in, sorry, I'm not into my country music, otherwise I could probably, you know, quote it, but it sounds a lot like that song, you know, you got to know when to put up, when to shut up, when to, it's when to hold go. Hold them and fold them. <laughs> know when to hold them, know when to fold them, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's important, too, I think, to recognize, from poker as well, to that exact point, is 
particularly as knowing when to let something go and, and pause it down, is you really need to make sure that you've got a statistically relevant data set. So like something's gone really poorly, but it's a really small sample size. That doesn't mean anything. One major, you know, one payer uh, that converts from that could change your whole perspective on the campaign. So it's really important to understand, you know, it is important to know when, when to fold them or when to shut something down, but you need to be sure that you've got a relevant data set that's actually significant. Well, you know, I couldn't hope for a better segue, Matt, because actually I have to go to break right now. But uh, So we do have to fold, so to speak, <laughs> but we will be back, and I can't wait to hear more. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with Matt Widows after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now at cranberry.fm. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz. And our guest today, Matt Widows, an app marketing mobile hero. And, that, and that's a good point right there, Matt. I mean, you are a mobile hero, and we can check out your page over at heroes.liftoff.io. Um, you've got your page there. You've got your, your group of other mobile heroes, a little bit like the Avengers. How does it feel to be a mobile hero? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an honor. It's... Um... There's uh, plenty of people to choose from uh, in the Bay Area, at least. Um, so, and and the people that are on that on that list are really strong. So, um, definitely um, feel blessed to be alongside uh, such great names. So, so I mean, it is a, a, an accomplishment, and they choose you for a reason. Um, 
what do you think that that reason is? What have you what have you been able to do or consistently achieve in app marketing um, in your career, even over at King? You know, it's a good question. Um, you know, I've only been at King for for a short time, um, and uh, it, you know, I'm I'm not really sure. I, I think that's a good question for them. I'm I'm not 100 <laughs> percent on on why they why they chose me specifically. Um, you know, I did do a lot uh, at my time with uh, with Zynga. I was promoted pretty quickly within within the walls there, and um, led one of um, probably one of our most successful launches uh, in recent his- history um, with uh, Wizard of Oz Magic Match. Um, mm-hmm. So, could have been a function of that. I led that from soft launch all the way through worldwide, um, more or less single handedly until we got to worldwide, and then um, brought on some additional resources to uh, to help scale. I'd like to hear about that because I mean scale. That's a that's another one. It's tough to achieve, um, but again, parallels to your experience in poker. Tell me about that. Is there is there something that you used from that to exactly do that? What you said, you know, take that out, take it single handedly, and achieve certain KPIs. You know, it it changes um, trying to get scale. You know, when I say scale, I'm talking fairly high. You know, multiple. Uh, multiple millions, um, dozens of millions. It, it, it gets very different as you get higher and higher. So, you know, I had kind of the opposite problem. I don't know how many parallels there are, are specifically from poker. I mean, the, <laughs> at poker, you're trying to get hands per hour. So, you know, you end up, the best thing that you can do for scale in poker is play like 15 tables at a time online. You need three screens and you, you need to play pretty straightforward, which is kind of in some ways the opposite of what you need to scale Mm-hmm. Um, with with mobile, so you know, when I was at Scorestreak, we were small player in the space. We had raised only a few million. We were going against DraftKings and FanDuel, which were spending, uh, I think they opened uh, over a hundred million dollars in one weekend. Wow. So when you, it was a very much a David versus Goliath. So in that situation, we had to be very nimble, um, very tight with our targeting, could take very few risks because the money was so important and the stakes were so high. And cost of acquisition in that space, if you ask around, you'll find is 150 to $200 for every $10 deposit. So it is a massive outlay of cash um, for getting somebody to deposit $10 with the hope that over the next X number of months or years, you'll get all that money back and then some. So when you get to a situation where you're trying to scale uh, in a massive way, like at the same time DraftKings and FanDuel were trying to do against each other, you get in a situation where you have to take more risks, you have to open it up, um, focus on where can I get a ton of quality users scale. And if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, for a pr- you know, if you're used to paying 150 I can get you 10 users a week for 100 bucks. you would pass on it. Even though it's totally crushing your target, it's just not enough volume to really justify babysitting it. And so you have to really kind of choose um, where you're going to make investments and and balance uh, quality with quantity. That's a good point as well. You know, quality and quantity, that's really big now because we're thinking a lot about because the user acquisition prices are so high, you know, we're thinking about getting, you know, finding the quality user, keeping the quality user. What kind of data or what what are you looking at to help you basically you know keep that view at you know you have risks that you have to avoid when particularly when you're looking at the spending but at the same time you want to take a lot of chances how do you make that balance is there some sort of special data that you're looking at or things you're not looking at 
Um, you know, there is no, there's no silver bullet. So you're kind of looking at everything. Mm. I mean, you, it, it's important to understand the value of your customers, obviously, but there's more than just revenue that brings value. So understanding how often they're coming back to the to the game or or retention. Um, understanding, you know, are they sharing the game with a ton of friends because that has value, but it's not monetary driven. Um, but really, kind of understanding what are the main things that you need people to take that will lead them to becoming a valuable user down the line because not everybody's um, purchasing within the first few days, so you don't always have a, a clear signal. Um, it's really important to have a, strong, a very strong data scientist or analyst on the team to help kind of highlight some of those. But you know, ultimately, where you're looking at scaling, you have some things that are kind of some campaigns that are evergreen that just consistently bring you strong results, and that tends to fund some of your more speculative uh, buys. But you know, through that speculating, you will find other little pockets that are consistently delivering, and um, you know, you just keep bringing those up and you know it's really kind of a constant i think of like the whack-a-mole game where um everything really is constantly moving and that's yeah another parallel with poker in that it's truly a real-time strategy game on both sides and um there's no if there was a true set it and forget it then the whole industry would collapse and so i think people are trying to solve that but it's a very very difficult thing to solve it's like trying to People who are trying to do that are, in essence, saying, I want to create a software that will help you make money in the stock market. All you have to do is deposit your $50,000 into our app, and our app will run your $50,000 into more money. Just trust us. It's a it's a very difficult thing to do right now at the stage that we're at with, uh, with AI and, and uh, automation. You know, you're talking also about the, you know, watching the data. Some of it is, 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 intuition and experience because you are seasoned you're doing this um how do you how do you manage not to drown in all the data and not to be confused by all the data signals because you know some of it's tangible value some of it's intangible it's easy to get lost how do you stay on the on the track matt yeah i think the best thing to do um is to start at a really high level so you know at at uh, uh at companies in the past i've been managing multiple games, but many of, uh, of the listeners out there might only be managing one game. So let's say you're managing one game uh, or one, uh, one product. It maybe isn't a game. And uh, you know, I think first you need to just look at the highest view. What are my dollars in? What are my dollars out? What's my expected return back you know, on the money that has been spent? So I think maybe the first step is you have to have an LTV model. If you're not predicting what your what your users are going to be worth in six months or a year or two years, whatever that um, timeline might be, um, you're basically treading water as it is. So th- that has to be number one. But from there, you know, start at the high level. Am I spending profitably? Dig down. Find out w- which pockets aren't profitable. So now you're looking at you know, a partner level, you go a little bit deeper and see, okay, within this one partner, what's not doing well. Now you're at a campaign level, you dig down deeper, you see down to the, to the, um, to the ad set or to the creative level. So it's really, and then, and then I think pulling back up and then doing that again, and you're kind of constantly coming up and down. Um, but again, it's, it's all part of a diversified, um, portfolio and some things aren't going to be great, but they'll be profitable. Other things will be really great and other things will be really bad. I'm just curious. You know, it sounds a lot like marketing, not just app marketing, but marketing overall. I mean, are, do you hang out with other marketers, brand marketers? Do you find you have a lot of common with them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really no different. I think um, 
you know, a, a central tenant, uh, you know, all of the same, all of the same things that people were doing a hundred years ago, as it relates to advertising and marketing, are being done uh, today in app marketing. It's just we have much more flexibility to quickly test. You know, if you look back at somebody who used to send um, pieces of mail to try and get you to buy a blender, you know, they were testing those things. They were sending different messages to different neighborhoods. They were waiting to see which coupon codes came back. So it's no different than kind of a traditional DR. Um, it's just, we get information back within hours as opposed to waiting weeks and we can be much more nimble. So it's, there's pluses and minuses of that, but I think all in, it's a huge, huge positive. And it's also very data-driven. And so when we get back from the next and final break, we'll be diving into um, some of what you can tell us about advice, but also um, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what our biggest mistakes or maybe our biggest accomplishments are. But that's all after the break. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on Cranberry Radio. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have Matt Widows, an app marketing mobile hero, called out by Liftoff as a mobile hero, actually. And you can check out that page. I'll give you that link one more time later on. But, Matt, it's been a great show. I'd love to have you back, actually, a little bit more often, maybe uh, uh, again later on in the year, I mean, because it's just interesting to hear such uh, straightforward advice and some great anecdotes as well. So great to have you. Good. Happy to be here. So we're going to continue with just that thought. You know, we left off in the last section, we were talking about how whether you're an app marketer 
or a marketing marketer, a brand marketer with an app, you know, a lot of this is the same. And uh, in your experience, I mean, what strikes you as being sort of a, a crossover here or something that fits in marketing and also fits in app marketing? Because, of course, you also had experience at Red Bull and other places. So, you know, both sides of the fence. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, on, on both sides, you are thinking about your product and where it fits in to the current market. So what's unique about it? What are the major benefits that nobody else hits on? Or, you know, what are you doing differently that would give somebody a reason to consider your product over um, your top three competitors? And then really understanding what your segments look like. So, you know, and, and more importantly, what's the primary motivation for each segment. I remember I was, um, this was during an interview one time where I was talking to somebody and trying to kind of extract some of these things from them. But, you know, if you have a, a water bottle that you're selling, um, the person who wants the, you know, a mother who wants that water bottle may be using it for something and a, a situation different than an athlete, very different than somebody who's riding a bike. And they're, you know, even when you just get down to the most basic products, People use them for all sorts of different reasons. So you need to understand those reasons, find ways to reach those audiences um, separately and use um, the, the right messaging and imagery that you think is going to convert that person and then test that and see which one's actually working. So it's really thinking about uh, people at the individual level, um, trying to scale that once you find something that works um, and then regrouping and doing that again. Um, so th there's really kind of limitless, um, comparisons at the ends of, at the end of the day, it's all about sales. It's all about, um, revenue and, and, uh, and driving growth. Well, based on that, I mean, that is very true. There are loads of similarities here. Top picks, top advice for marketers, app marketers, you know, we're all in this industry. It's all very similar what we have to do and achieve. But what would be your three top things, what we need to do or avoid? Um, you know, I would say there's a, there's a number. I, I'm trying to narrow it down quickly to three. I, I think primarily, you know, really understand the tools that exist. And, and if you're buying online, um, you know, understand what's the latest products from um, major platforms like Google and Facebook and, um, and now Apple, as far as what are, what are the ways I can reach my customers and how can I optimize campaigns? So on Facebook, it would be important to use lookalike targeting and building lookalike lists off of customers that you know have spent money in your app or your product mm -hmm. already using worldwide targeting, if that's important and applicable, using uh, app event optimization, which is a new, new ish product from Facebook, um, that is, Instead of trying to optimize your campaign for who's going to install, it's optimizing for who's going to actually make purchase. So, you know, understanding the technology is is probably key for for digital marketers. Um, for anybody though, whether you're online, offline, really, you have to consider your audience is separate. Like I mentioned uh, just a moment ago, you need a different messaging, you need different creative. You should not be using the same ad that you're using for. Mobile shouldn't be on your email newsletter, shouldn't go on Twitter, shouldn't go on Facebook and Google. They're all very different, and it shouldn't just be a different size of the same image. So, you know, really uh, take the steps necessary in advance before you're spending money um, to take your best shot at what's going to work on each channel. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think that brings to another point you need to be testing. So, A, B, A, B, C, D. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, like, try running a 
uh, an AA test. So once you've done your AB and you think you have the winner, run that in two groups against the exact same audience and see if they both perform the same. Because if they don't, maybe you didn't have a clean test. Because if you're running the exact same thing on an AA, uh, why would one do way better than the other? So you know, be checking your tests and and just double verifying that you're actually onto something as opposed to taking uh, things at face value. I mean, that's great advice. And um, of course, we're coming to a close, but I'd like to hear from you, Matt, still, you know, what's next for you? Where do you see yourself? Where are we going to see evidence of your superpowers having impact next? <laughs> um, you know, I, ju- I just recently left for King and I'm very, uh, very happy at King and very happy with that decision. Um, so I'm really looking forward to uh, bringing um, my current kind of learnings um, and, and applying those to uh, to King and helping them, uh, you know, improve even further on on really what's a um, best in class uh, user acquisition team. Um, I uh, I don't know. I think maybe in the next, if you look at you know five uh, five years out, um, I'd probably uh, like to be in a VP role or a or a CMO role of a of a mid sized um, company. You know, I love gaming, so maybe stay in gaming, but uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I think it'll be a few years before I'm uh, uh, considering, really considering what's next with so much ahead of me right now. Well, you can imagine that I will be keeping track of you, Matt. So uh, <laughs> we will definitely, our paths will cross and hopefully have you back here on Mobile Presence. And how can people stay in touch with you in the meantime? You know, I think the best way is uh, reach out on uh, on LinkedIn. It's, uh, my name is Matt Widows, and uh, I'm sure it'll be printed there. But it's W I D D O E S, and uh, yeah, feel free to reach reach out and drop me a line on LinkedIn. Happy to connect. Perfect. Thank you. And of course, listeners, you can keep up with other blogs and insights and what Matt has over at the Mobile Heroes page. That's uh, heroes.liftoff.io. You can email me, Peggy, at Mobile Groove, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann, A-N-N-E. So that's a wrap here. And if you have a great story to share about what you have achieved in mobile marketing or apps, then of course, get us here. And we may consider asking you to join us as a guest on the next show. We'll be back next week with another mobile hero and another hotspot from award-winning filmmaker and video maker Shahab Sagari. But until then, you can check out this and all early episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm. Or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. A big thank you for listening into Mobile Presence and for the tweets, emails, and all the good vibes you continually send my way. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.